Hello, my brothers and sisters. God bless you, man. This is Leonard Cousins, and oh, I tell you, uh, it's just been a um, it's it's just been a wonderful, um, wonderful time in the Lord. It's kind of the best of times and the worst of times. You know, when you go through situations and and the vicissitudes of life and just the things that come at you, sometimes that seems like the worst of times. Because at the same time. You know, you realize that God is blessing you every day. And when you get up in the morning, you can understand that he yet has purpose for your life. So sometimes we're in that sort of oxymoron stage where it's the best of times (laughs) and the worst of times. But to God be the glory. You know, in all things, he said, give thanks because this is the will of God concerning you in Christ Jesus. And so that being said, I was thinking about... um, about a scripture something to talk to you guys about today but you know what i was listening this morning to you know one of the brothers in the lord uh preaching he was talking about peter uh when he walked on water and some of the things he said i thought they were really um just uh, profound and it even stirred up a few thoughts in me so this morning um i want to talk to you about something that I think we all can benefit from and um, that is keeping your eye on the prize keeping your eye on the prize and so let's pray father we thank you for this word today we thank you for uh, what you do every single day your many blessings how good you've been to us your mercy that you extend towards us every single day that when we take a breath lord you yet have purpose for our lives so thank you so much for everything that you do and what you continue to do now bless your word as it go out lord let it go out with anointing and power today let our ears find the word and let our ears hear today lord what you're saying to us and so i give you the praise the honor and the glory in jesus name Amen. And so when we say keeping your eyes on the prize, I mean, really just keeping your eyes on Jesus, because to me, that's that's the key to success. You know, keeping your eyes on Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. And so uh, if we continue to look towards him, everything will be all right. So let's talk about this. So um, Jesus uh, told the disciples to go to the other side and as they're headed to this other side, you know, they do encounter somewhat of a storm, um, uh, significant, but you know, they're fishermen, they're used to storms, but as they're going, uh, across to the other side, I mean, it's windy, it's raining and picture this, you know, if you're out on the water, if you've ever been out on the water while it's raining, uh, it's kind of, it, it can be a little scary, you know. So anyway, but it's raining and the winds are blowing and they're in the boat and they're they're rowing, doing their thing. And then they look and see. And they thought it was a ghost. And here's Jesus walking on the water. And they were afraid. They thought it was a spirit, you know, because they know that people can't walk on water, y'all. If you ever try walking on it, we give that a shot sometimes, you know, go out there and you can do it in the family pool. Just go out there and step off the edge and and continue to walk. OK, walk on that water. Well, 
<laughs> they saw they saw what appeared to be Jesus walking on the water. And as they could see better, if they saw that it was Jesus and Jesus told them uh, to be not afraid. And so, uh, of course, you know, when Jesus said, don't fear, obviously everybody listened. They, it was OK because Jesus was there, you know. But Peter said, Lord, I want to come out there with you. I want to walk on that water. Can I come to you? And so Jesus said, come. Of course, I'm putting this in my own words, so don't hold me to that, okay? But anyway, the, the truth is still there. And so anyway, Jesus told him to come. And when Jesus spoke the word come, um, Peter begins to walk on the water. Now, I don't know how far Jesus was away from the boat. If he was 50 feet, you know, 100 feet, I don't know. But he was within distance where he could talk to them. They could hear him. So my guess is, I mean, you know, probably it's safe to say maybe, I don't know, 40, 50 feet or so. But, but it doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that um, is that Peter, when Jesus said, come, Peter began to walk on the water. I need you to picture this. So Peter is out on the water. He's walking on top of the water. You and I both know that if you get out on water and you begin to do anything, you're going to go under. Like, it doesn't take long. As soon as you step, you're under the water. That's how quick it is. And so we're talking about, obviously, a deep body of water and the waves are agitated. And this Peter... He's walking because Jesus told him to come. And Peter believed what Jesus said, and so he began to walk. So he's walking on the water. And as he's walking, you know, he's he's fixed on Jesus. I mean, he's not thinking about anything around him because the waves are still rolling. The winds are still blowing. The rain is still coming. So there's nothing that Peter is concentrating on more than Jesus at this moment. And so anyway, as he gets out towards Jesus, he gets close, then he begins to look around, and I think the thought occurred to him, oh my goodness, I'm walking on water. And he began to notice the waves. And he began to notice the rain, the wind blowing. And he began to notice the stormy environment that he was in. And once he took his eyes off Jesus and began to notice all the things around him, the Bible says that Peter began to sink. How do you begin to sink? Like, do you just like, you know, you slowly go down? I mean, how does that work? Well, anyway, I thought that was amazing because, see, even the fact that Peter walked on the water was a miracle. But if you think about it, Peter beginning to sink is just as much of a miracle as because most people, when if you go and you put your foot on water and you all your body weight is resting on the water, you immediately go under the water. You don't wait. You go immediately. You're underwater. You don't begin to go under. You, as soon as you jump in, boom, you're under the water. Well, it didn't happen like that. He goes in. And he begins to sink, so he's going down slowly. And as he's going down, he's looking, saying, oh my goodness, I've gone under the water. 
He says, Jesus, save me. And when he did, the Bible said Jesus reached his hand down towards Peter, which means he really got close to uh, Jesus. He reached his hand and he grabbed Peter and they went back to the boat together. Oh, my goodness. I want you to think about that for a minute. So once Jesus got him, he's on the water again and they go back to the boat together. So that, I mean, when you think about it, if you just give that some thought for a minute, right? The moral, I don't want to say the moral of that story is because I don't want to say that. But I think what the writer is trying to get across to us and what I think the spirit of the Lord would like us to see is that no matter in what situation we're in, right? The ideal is we have to keep our eyes on Jesus, you know, and don't take your eyes off of what you're doing to try to accomplish your goal in that situation. So let's say if you're believing God for anything, maybe you're believing God for a new house or you believe in God for a new car because the one you got is just tore up from the floor, right? Or you believe in God for a healing in your body, right? You can't be moved by all the things around you because you know as well as I do that when you're going through situations, everything in the world will try to keep your mind off of, first of all, meditating God's word and, and just thinking about, you know, about winning and not losing. So everything tries to get your mind off of that. And so that's what that storm is. All the things that's going on around you as Peter was walking, you know, and the storm and the winds were blowing and the waves were rolling and, and you know, all those things that occurred during the storm. And yet Peter was focused on Jesus. Well, when you go through uh, the situations and the vicissitudes of life and the things are coming towards you, you have to keep your eyes on Jesus. The Bible says if you keep your mind on Jesus, He'll keep you in perfect peace. And so the focus there for us is that we keep our eyes on Jesus. So in other words, we stay in his word. We stay believing God. You know, you have to talk to yourself sometimes about what you're going through. You have to talk to yourself and say, God, help me through this. And I believe he's helping me now. Sometimes you have to look back on past victories to see where God brought you from. To where you are now so as you're walking on your water so to speak believing god for your miracle right you can look and stay focused and keep your eyes on the prize so no matter what you do and in everything make sure you keep your eyes on jesus you know the bible says to first seek to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added unto you and so in everything we put god first because the truth is, the commandments say that we should love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and thy strength and thy mind and love our neighbors as ourselves. And so keeping God first, keeping our eyes on the prize, moving towards the Lord, that's what it's all about. And so the next time that you go through a difficult situation, remember as the, you have to keep your eyes on Jesus keep your eyes on the prize you know because sometimes we as people we get comfortable and we don't we won't keep our eyes on the Lord or we won't focus on God's Word you know because things are okay so maybe we skip a day or two praying or 
maybe we decide that I'm not reading today or, you know, all these other things that, that we do as people, you know, and yet the truth is in order for us to be successful, we really do need to keep our eyes on the Lord, keep our eyes on Jesus and everything we do. People criticize Peter because, you know, he didn't keep his eye on Jesus. But the truth is, do we keep our eyes on Christ all the time? Think about that. Do we really focus on him as much as we should? You know, Jesus should be the center of our joy. He should be the number one, uh, number one thing in our life. And so sometimes we can't say that. Most of us, if not all of us, can say he's a part of our lives. But the truth is, is he the center of our lives? You know, do we love him like that? Because we know what he did for us. So what are we going to do for him? You know, he just asked something pretty simple. So let's give that some thought. So at the end of the day, we want to keep our eyes on the prize. Keep our eyes on the Lord as we move towards him in anything that we do. You know... The Bible says in, in Proverbs, I think it's 3, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, to trust in the Lord with all our hearts and lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him. He'll direct our paths. And so remember, when we start looking to the left and the right and we take our eyes off him, we're looking to our own understanding. We're looking at the things around us, and that's a formula to lose. So we want to win. And everything we do, we want to win. So we got to keep our eyes on the Lord. And that's what will make us win. So my brothers and sisters, be blessed. And um, God be with you. Think about the things that God is going to do for you. And before we leave, as we always do, if uh, you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you've never accepted him, why don't you pray this prayer with me? Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. Lord, you said in your word that if I will confess you with my mouth and believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead, you said I'll be saved. So right now, Lord, I believe that God raised you from the dead. I believe that you died for my sins. And I believe today that you're my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer and you believe that in your heart, you're a Christian. Go out and tell somebody about you being a Christian. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord and how Jesus saved you today. My brothers and sisters, have a blessed day. Love you. Look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day.